Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. Nino's Corner, it's not just a website, it's not just a podcast, it's a brand and a movement. Go to ninoscorner.com, N-I-N-O-S corner.com to get the latest products from Nino. Go to the book section to find Nino's three number one best-selling books, Can You Love Me? A Memoir, A Tribute, Battles Blueprint, Five Self-Battles to Defeat for Success, and My Wonderful Life and Adoption Story. If you need merchandise, we have that for you too. Our custom Do You Signature Series shirts and other apparel were sure to please. Again, visit www.ninoscorner.com, N-I-N-O-S corner.com for more information. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. Today, we got an amazing episode, man. Not because it's just, an, it, it's it's like my podcast, but it's because I got a friend with me today, man. Got a guy named Tony Hills, man. Went to college with him at UT. He's a horn, man. Hook him all day long. You know, if you guys don't know who Tony Hills is, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him, you know, from his previous days in high school. A-Leaf, Texas, man. You know, Houston, Texas, A-Leaf High School. Number one tight end in the country, right, Tony? Shout out to the West. Yes, sir. <laughs> he was the number one tight end in the country coming out of high school, man. Moved over to tackle when he got to college. Did an amazing job. Won a championship with Texas in the 05-06 season. Drafted to the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 08. Uh, got a Super Bowl ring with Pittsburgh. Played 10 years in the league, guys. Um, he actually retired in 2017. Once he retired, started a business called STAT. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. It's, it's about finances, people. It's, it's, this is a subject that everybody needs to hear and listen. Finances is everything. Credit is everything. And Tony's going to give us a great lesson on that. But before I turn it over to Tony, I'm going to tell Tony, I'm so proud of my boy, man. Not only just for the business and being in the league, but he's married to Brittany, his beautiful wife. We all went to college together. So he's been with this girl, what, 20 years now, Tony? Somewhere around man, there, 20 close. years? It's over about 15, 16, bro. Yeah. Man, so man, so shout out to Brittany too, man, because I know she's holding him down back there, man. So I'm going to turn this over to Tony. Let's talk about stat, Tony. Man, absolutely, man. Before I go any further, bro, I uh, definitely want to say thank you to my Lord and Savior uh, for allowing us to be here and for us to be healthy, especially in these interesting times that we live in. I uh, want to sh- give a shout out to the listeners, man. You know, you guys could be doing anything in the world right now. When you're here listening to, you know, me and, and my man, uh, Nick. Nino. What you going by now, Nick? Man. Nino? Yeah, Nino, man. man. Yeah, man. Just call me Nino's Nino. Nino, man. Nino, I know man. him as Nick B, but you don't know him <laughs> Nino, man. I know him as T, you know man. So <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. But I appreciate that, man. But yeah, and then, you know, my, my, my rib, man. I call him my rib, man, because I can't do it without him, man. So shout out to my wife and and how she holds it down. But yeah, you know, um, man, grew up in A-Leaf, bro. You know how it was, man, went to UT. We had a wonderful run there, met, mm-hmm. some, met some wonderful people, uh, had a wonderful athletic and academic experience. Uh, went on to play in the NFL, won a Super Bowl. That was an amazing time. And, 
just through that time, just, you know, I always found myself networking. I was always networking. So it was no, it was no question that when I finished that I was probably going to do something in network marketing, right? In the MLM structure. And that's kind of what I got into. Uh, and then uh, went to actually, what a lot of people don't know is I actually started out doing door-to-door -door sales, man. I worked for Xfinity. Wow. And I was knocking on people's doors, bro. And at that time, I, you know, I've lost weight since then, man. I've been getting on my, my grind, but man, I was still fresh out. 3365. So just imagine me khaki pants on with a tight fit polo knocking on your door with a, with a pad. Like you, you cracking that joint open, right? <laughs> but, you know, I just knew that I needed, just like anything, you got to build a foundation. And so from there, uh, you went, went and got the sales experience and then I decided, you know what, I want to open my own business. And so that's kind of where Stat came from. Uh, and, and what we are is we're a multi-service platform uh, that specializes in, uh, in credit, right? And so personal credit, we are now opening up the business credit aspect of the business, uh, teaching people how to do business credit, how to get mm -hmm. business funding, uh, but just the whole financial literacy space uh, in general, budgeting, uh, savings, learning how to, uh, you know, plan on, on how to delete your debt uh, and really focusing on giving the people the understanding and the importance of why you need to lower interest rates. You know, I, mm -hmm. I talk to so many people, especially in our community, man, and, and yeah. in the black community that just feel as though like, <laughs> you know, this paycheck to paycheck thing is for the birds. And really they don't understand that you're giving so much money away to, to the things that you don't, you're not even thinking about just because of the lack of this knowledge that you know I was able to obtain. And so now I just want to share it with as many people as possible. So that's kind of the background story of how the business got started, man. All right, gotcha, man. So, you know, if you could say, what is the main thing when it comes to finances that you need? Is it the credit score? Is it, you know, property? Is it what, you know, so what is it? Before anything, to be honest, and this is going to sound very basic, but it's the education. Yeah. Because none of those things matter if I don't, if I don't, if I have good credit, but I don't know how to invest or I don't know how to leverage my credit, right? My personal mm -hmm. credit. Say I want to open a business. If I don't know how to leverage my personal credit to get business funding to open that business, it does us no good. You know, we're like a Corvette, you know, or, or, or a Maserati sitting in the driveway with no gas. Yeah. yeah it looks pretty on paper, but we're not doing anything with it. And what and what a lot of people don't think about is we utilize credit for uh, consumerism, right? Mm -hmm. So if we want to purchase a new home, if we want to purchase a new car, you know, things of that nature, if we want some jewelry, whatever it is, yeah. Christmas gifts, right? Nobody's ever looking at credit as a way to leverage that using OPM, other people's money, mm. and then actually building a business off of credit. Like for instance, if you have a 750 credit score, you could have an operational business. You could literally make extra money being an authorized user for people that don't have good credit. And you could have them pay you on a monthly fee until they get to the credit uh, point that they want to get to for whatever it is that they're trying to do. Like just something that small. Yeah, like, it's amazing. You know, yeah, we don't think about it. You know? yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So getting back to like the education piece, man, I think you're spot on, man. People need to be educated when it comes to finances. And, you know, so one thing that, you know, I did see with STAT was not only are you guys educating, you know, um, people who are older, you know, people who are just starting to get into their life, but you're educating children also. And so I think that's so important to start at the lowest level, because like you said, man, when it comes to us and our 
whole brand and community and everything, man, we are not taught at that young age because we just don't have the knowledge, you know? So just speak on that for a minute, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it's funny. There's a book. I actually have it right here. I keep it on my desk, man. It's by uh, Tom Matthews and Steve Seabold. It's called How Money Works, right? Mm -hmm. And in this book, like, you know, there's uh, cartoon character type things, but they're given the basic understanding of how to multiply money, how to invest money, what financial literacy is. That's the basic understanding um, of what our children need, just to understand what is money. How does money work? What is DTI? Like one of the things that I deal with with my sons is I'm always asking them, okay, give me the understanding of DTI, right? Mm -hmm. Debt to income or debt to debt income, to income ratio. ratio yeah. right? Simply how much money we owe versus the money that we have coming in. And a lot of us don't even know that answer because we don't budget. That's true. Right? Our, 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 our understanding of budget is, okay, uh, all my bills paid. Yeah, I got this amount of money left over. All right, cool. This is what I can spend. Mm -hmm. that's <laughs> <how it works. laughs> and that's not how it works that's yeah. not how it works man and, and so what we do is we just we give the basic understanding of how to budget you know if you have debt how to utilize how to utilize certain um techniques right there's two techniques that i love um uh the debt avalanche technique mm -hmm. and then the snowball technique right yeah. and so based off of what we're bringing in financially which we would learn from our budget uh, is it, does it make more sense to stay on the low end, snowball it, pay the lower debt off, regardless of the interest rate and work our way up? Or does it make sure, does it make more sense we're making some income to aggressively attack those oh, things that are high interest rates, yeah. right? And then roll that down. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So certain things like that. And then understanding how to save, what percentage of my check do I need to put back? And then ultimately I believe in this and you know, a thousand percent, it's biblical. If you don't believe me, go to Ecclesiastes and your King James Version mm -hmm. Bible and look at chapter 11, verses 1 and 2, right? You hear yeah. about the seven or eight streams of income. Mm -hmm. That's where it comes from. Guys, we have to find a way to stop trying to live off of one source. Yes. Because when that when, when you cut that one source off, you have nothing. Yeah. Right? You got to look at finances like a table. Even if I'm not, if I'm not able to get to the six, seven, or eight range, if I look at a table that has four legs. Well, if I take off one of those legs, yeah, the table's going to lean, but it's still able to stand. I still have three legs to be able to stand on while I'm looking for another peg to prop that table up. It's the same way in finances, right? So if I have a little stream coming from the left and one from the right, one from the north, one from the south, now when certain things hit, it's like, okay, it's cool. You know, I might have I lost my main source, but I still have something that's going to be able to take care of the house while I figure this out. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times we get in trouble because we don't have something to be able to help us when those tough times hit and we know tough times are going to hit that is true that is true so also man on your site man i, I was looking at you know life insurance right so ah. man i think this is just my opinion i think uh people don't understand how important life insurance is you know mm -hmm. um not not just to bury somebody but if you can afford it this is my opinion you know you should be able to get enough life insurance to, to, to not only cover for you to get buried, but to cover the expenses for the people who are, you know, counting on you day to day from that check that you're getting or those streams of income that you're getting. If you didn't do it right, you know, to where you don't have three or four incomes coming in, you got your income, something happened to you, you should have enough life insurance to not only, let's say, pay the house off, pay your kids, you know, like college bills off, help, help your wife or your spouse do what they got to do, 
you know, for the next three or four years that they can get on their feet. You know, so just tell them about that life insurance piece, man. Man, listen, a lot of people don't understand that it's very important, very affordable. What I need people to do is take care of your health. Because when you take care of your health, you, that's when you get the better rates. Now, uh, mm. I am actually a licensed life and health insurer. So that's why STAT is able to actually offer um, you know, life and health insurance, not only to the customer acquisition side, but also those that want to uh, become business partners with the company. We're able to offer that as well. Uh, I just uh, got a lady who had a, a, a decent health rating, um, a, five, a half a million dollar policy, and she's paying $46 a month. And it's a whole life policy. The thing is, we can afford it. We just don't know enough about it. So we don't dive into it. That's it. That's that's the piece. That's the piece where we have to go and seek, you know, that that knowledge and that wisdom, right? If if the people perish for a lack of knowledge, then what happens when people obtain that knowledge and actually use it? You're going to thrive, you're going to flourish, right? Yeah. So investment uh, uh, IULs, right? Index universal life policies. These are policies that you can stuff over time and then then in return, they're gonna give you cash value, right? Mm -hmm. The part about the death benefit to these policies, right? That 500,000 that she's paying, right? Say, you know, Lord forbid, but it's her time and she, you know, she leaves, you know, whether it's, you know, early or later, either or. The insurance company is gonna pay that out. She's just passed down $500,000 to her family, right? That's the generational wealth piece. You're able to give your family a stepping stool to be able to now take that and elevate that. That's why the financial literacy portion of this is so important because you, if you're not educating somebody and you go and do the right thing as a parent and you have those policies in place, but you never taught your children about money, then what's going to happen when they get five hundred thousand? <laughs> They're going to blow it. <laughs> you got to teach them. You got to teach them. Man, that's awesome. I'm I'm telling you, man, we got to learn how to multiply money, how to grow money, how to invest money. We got to learn to have a love relationship with money. Am I saying in an idolatry fashion? No. (laughs) What I'm saying is an understanding to where we appreciate it because money is a defense to all things. That's true. That's true. So, man, so talking about the wealth gap, you know, so like the wealth gap is is something that I've been talking to with my wife about, you know, my parents about, you know, because we didn't have the opportunity growing up to have certain things that, you know, others that we went to school with at Texas had, right. You know, you could see it, right. You know, once we get Absolutely. there, you see the different tiers of people, you know what I mean? You know, so once you are a person who has graduated college or, you know, you come and do your thing, you start to do things to help build your wealth. And like you say, life insurance is one, you know, if you have a family, you know, even if you don't have a spouse and children, you should still have life insurance because there's somebody in your family who's going to benefit from it. Right. You know, um, you know, I call it I call life insurance the best savings account that somebody can ever have. You know, you know, if 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 I'm a kid, you know, and my parents don't have life insurance, I'm going to go get them life insurance because, you know, I want to take care of them. But I'm also they're going to take care of me when when whenever it happens. I'm not saying that you should feed off that, but you get what I'm coming from with that. Right. Also, with Wealth Gap, how do you feel about property? you know, as far as property being a leverage for wealth gap also. Absolutely. Um, And so, you know, that's one of the things that we're talking about uh, this weekend out here in Dallas. We're having a wealth mastery class. So anybody that goes to Tony the Tycoon on Instagram, uh, you can click the link tree and sign up for that. But we'll be talking about that. But property and land is very valuable. 
right? These are, these are things that, these are assets. Anytime you're dealing in assets, right? You're always gonna be winning in the right, going in the right direction and winning because these are things, they're not making more land, mm -hmm. right? The, the, the property that you obtain, now it has to be the right property. Um, me personally, uh, I don't think that the single family <laughs> way is the way to go. Mm -hmm. If you want to get into uh, real estate, I think that uh, multifamily and above is definitely going to be the way to go. Uh, and, and I have my own reasons for that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, ownership, period. Some anything that 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 we can that we have that we obtain that can put money into our pockets. Right. That's the right way to go. Right. Yeah. And so I definitely believe that property is important. Uh, and it's something that we can now we got to talk about will and trust. These are things that we now can pass down to our mm -hmm. family. Right. And if we're teaching them right, we can show them how to leverage that land or leverage that property. I'll give you an example. A buddy of mine that I play ball with, he bought land, uh, lots of acres in, in Texas. He, you know, made millions of dollars playing ball. And on his land, unbeknownst to him, he found out that he had pecan trees. Well, because he owns the land, he owns the pecan trees, rightfully so. He was able to strike a deal with a pecan company who comes to his land every so often and they pay him royalties to be able to pluck the pecans off of all this pecan tree. <laughs> yeah. You know what that's called? It's called residual income. Residual income. <laughs> Wake up, breathe, and check. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, land is important. And, and it's one of the things that we have to get back, back to. Um, and I think... Most importantly, if we're going to talk about bridging that, that wealth gap, we got to look at where is the gap at? Mm -hmm. Who does what community does the gap affect the most? Right. And then once we figure that out, what is that community willing to do in order to close that gap? Yeah. Are we willing to work together? Are we willing to come up with ideas to create more opportunities for others in our community? These are some of the questions that, you know, we, we dive into and we answer uh, this this upcoming weekend because it's important for us to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that is true. You know, so one city that I think that does it really well, man, is Atlanta. You know, they yes. they thrive in their community. They help the community. Everybody is so pro everybody. I mean, it just is mm -hmm. what it is. You know, if they got something, they're going to help you. They're going to help you get your business straight. And you see it from the stars down to the regular person. You see it from the music business there where everybody in music in Atlanta works together. You, hey, you, in Texas, in Houston, you know how it was, the north and the south side. You could hardly get anybody from the north and the south to do a song together. <laughs> the yeah. Atlanta, the whole city's doing stuff together, right? You know, so it just is what it is. You know, like, how do you reinvest in your community? And I think that that city does it, I think, the best when it comes to us, you know, like as a people. But, um, you know, talking about like the different events that you had, you had an event last week with Bobby Tatum, who's also a Texas guy, you know, and Marshall Falk, you know, so, hey, just talk about that for a minute. Yeah, man. Uh, man, so that, that's the one thing, like I said, uh, you know, I picked up a school. I used to talk a lot in high school and they used to, you know, mark me and make me go to the to the principal about that. But that's one of the skill sets that I now use to create income for my family. So how <laughs> how me and Bobby linked up, we've always had a relationship. We were roommates in college. We played ball together. Uh, we've always had a relationship. And so Bobby went uh, his way. I went mine. I, you know, I went the NFL route. He went a different route and uh, and he started understanding and diving into Forex, right? Mm -hmm. And the change market. Now, this is the hottest new thing. You know, I guess we wouldn't call it new anymore, but a lot of young kids are, are dealing with it and talking about yeah. it and are finding some success. 
Well, he mastered it. He's put over 20,000 hours in. You know, I mean, this guy was a, was, a, was a maniac with it. And what I mean by that is it would be points and periods of time where Bobby would disappear for like months in advance. I wouldn't talk to him for months and then he'd just pop back up. Like, hey man, what's going on? Let's get, let's get together. I'm like, dude, are you all right? Are people chasing you? What's going on, man? I got bread. If you need me to handle something for you, my little bro, I got you. Yeah. Uh, I've been putting in work. Well, what he was doing was he was studying the, the, the market. He's mastered it now. He's created multiple companies off of it. He's the guy that you go to when you want to understand that stuff. Me and him reconnected. Everything we talked about, we got the same vision. Uh, you know, we want to, we want to be a, a, the change that we want to see in our community. We came together, we merged our businesses together. That's that piece. Uh, fast forward uh, to, well, rewind to 2019, just last year, uh, I went to the Super Bowl that was in Miami uh, to pub my business. Uh, met a young woman there by the name of Bobby Montgomery. My wife introduced me to her. She was in uh, life and health insurance. We started talking. I said to myself, okay, after deliberating with those people, I was like, okay, you know what? I think this is something that I need to add to my platform. Uh, she's like, yeah, I want you to meet my business partner, Marshall. Not thinking anything of it. <laughs> a lot of Marshalls. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden I get on a Zoom call and it's Marshall freaking fall. <laughs> uh, no, and to my credit, I didn't just fall for the, oh, this is Marshall Falk thing. I turned him down multiple times, but he said something that struck with me. He said, listen, you your heart is to help those in the community, correct? I said, absolutely. He said, well, do you wanna just help them one way or do you wanna be able to help them multiple ways? I was, I was sold on that, right? Yeah. And so we came into partnership uh, and then that's how we get to the, to the event last weekend. I called Marshall up, I called Bobby up. I said, hey, need you guys to come down. We're doing a wealth mastery class. He said, all right, cool. Um, how many people do you expect uh, to be there? I said, mm, I undersold them. I said, maybe about 20, 25 people. What they didn't know is I knew that we were going to have a decent crowd. We had over 100 people show up to that event. Wow. Now we staggered it because of where we had it at. We wanted to stagger it. We staggered the times. But when you added up all the, the people that came up during those time frames, we had over 100 people show up. Yeah. And from that point, that's when me and Bobby and Marshall realized, hey, you know what? There's a, a market for people that want this information and we're going to go give it to them. So now we have Houston, Dallas, We'll be going to San Antonio, end in Austin. And then from there, you know, we're looking at Miami and San Diego and Atlanta and That's come perfect. back to Houston, places like that. Absolutely. Man, I love what you're doing, man. Hey, this is information, Tony, that, man, people have been needing this for years. And it's good that it's on a platform now. I mean, like social media is everywhere now, right? Internet's everywhere. It's just amazing that we can get this out as quick as we can to different people through podcasts, through your events. I mean, this is, this is information that people needed 20, 30 years ago. It's just now that it's so, everything's so accessible, man. Guys like you are gonna flourish in this. I'm so proud of you, dude. I'm so proud, I'm so happy for you with all this, man. So, um, hey, is there anything else you wanna talk about with that? Man, you know, like I said, uh, the, the biggest thing is, um, you know, just support. You know, yeah. just support the big way you can support is, is uh, you know, word of mouth, letting people know people that need this information, people that need to get their credit elevated, uh, people that need to understand uh, budgeting, uh, how to manage their finances, people that are interested in building their own businesses, need business funding, you know, just just support. Let us be the people that help you. Uh, and like I said, Tony the Tycoon on IG, uh, you can just type in my name, Tony Hills on Facebook, or uh, you can find me on LinkedIn as well at Tony Hills. Uh, 
as well as my business partner uh, at Mr. Bobby Tatum uh, yeah. on Instagram. And at the end of the day, man, we I want people to know that we have a heart for the people, right? Uh, I've been fortunate to be to do very well financially. Uh, Bobby's doing <laughs> extremely well financially, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's 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 really not about the money for us. Uh, we actually, me and Bobby set a goal, and I'll go ahead and drop it on here. This is an exclusive on <laughs> Nino's Corner. But in 2021, man, we have a uh, a vision and a goal that we're going after uh, to create 1,000 millionaires. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're going to create 1,000 millionaires because with the, the knowledge that we have, the connections that we have, it can be done, but we got to change the mindset first. Yeah. Right. We got to be able to see ourselves as that. Uh, we got to understand it's okay for us to be that. Right. And then once we shape that, then get into the money and, and, and structuring and, and bringing in income, that part becomes easy. So that's what we're doing at STAT. That's what we're doing at uh, TFU. Uh, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited. We got a lot of things on the docket. That's what's up. And guys, I can attest to, to Tony. He has a heart of gold, man. You know, when we were in college, man, we we had so much fun in college. If you know, from, you know, from <laughs> listening to music, cutting hair, uh, running up and down the hall, man, we had so much fun. So Tony has a heart of gold, man. I can attest to that. Uh, so guys, really go to all his platforms, like link up with him. He is your guy. So now, guys, we're going to turn it over to the to the football section. Since I got a, a UT alum, I got a guy who played in the league, 10 years in the league, you know, but we're going to talk about some Texas football now. Tony, how do you feel about the state of Texas football, man? Oh, man. You know, the biggest thing that I, I, I just really look to see with these guys is consistency in the big moments. Yeah. You know, uh, because you look at that Oklahoma game and you say to yourself, like, if there was ever a time for them to be able to win, it was going to be that time. Yeah. You know, those guys, uh, it shouldn't have went where, how it went, but it did. And then you come back and see the same exact, uh, <laughs> the opposite, excuse me, you see the Oklahoma State. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and it's like, man, the consistency. We got to find the consistency, man. And, and I think that that's, that's been the biggest thing that I've been wanting to see from these guys. They play hard for yeah. some of the mistakes that they make in those, in those moments. You got to button that up. But when, you, when they do, when they do, uh, you're going to start seeing them make some noise. I, I really feel like as though they still have an opportunity uh, to win the Big 12. You know, they yeah. just got to stay on course. Yeah, you know what though, I do too, man. Um, you know, they'll beat Kansas in two weeks. So it's not gonna work. They'll, you know, but they'll beat Kansas in two weeks. Then they got Iowa State after that. Then they got Kansas State. I like the Brock Purdy guy. For, you know, hey, he's a good quarterback. Kansas State's just always tough, though, right? Kansas State. Yeah, see, that's that's where I was going. I yeah. don't under, I, listen. I've never beat them. Like, dude, I've <laughs> never. No, I think I beat them once. I yeah, beat first them, year beat them at home. First year, we beat right? them at home. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Kansas Crazy. State's always tough, man. They're always tough. Uh, you know, the old purple wizard, you know, he's not there anymore, but God, his teams play tough, man. They, but that's just that culture. Their, their culture is they're going to take that two star. They're going to make them play like a four star. You know, they're going to coach yeah. them up. They're going to make them play hard. It is what it is. They just got a different culture. It's almost like an Iowa culture, right? Where Iowa's, they never have any, any high guys who, uh, you know, actually are like on that level. But if uh, Texas can get some offensive linemen like they had, like when you were there, I think Texas would be on a on a whole different path, man. But we need it, man. <laughs> we need it, man. But, yeah, man. You know, those guys, I, you know, I love I love watching them because I will tell you this: you, even in the losses, you're never gonna say they lost because they quit, and that I yeah. can appreciate. Yep. That yeah. That because there was a time there I was like, I 
don't even know what yeah. I'm watching. Yeah. Uh, and quite frankly, we were soft. Yeah. You know, so it's shout out to, you know, to Tom Herman for bringing that toughness in. So now we just got to, you know, shore up a couple of other things and, you know, it's going to happen, man. It's college yeah. ball. The kids are still yeah, learning. Kids. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tony, man, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, this was awesome. We got to get you on here again, man. You know what I'm saying? We definitely got to get you on here again, man. So, but uh, hey, guys, on that note, man, you guys know how I always end this, man. End this on the do you moment. Don't be afraid to fail. I'll grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. Tony, appreciate you, man. I'm going to give you a call later on, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me, bro. All right, man. We're out. Nino's Corner out.